0: Young Metro don't trust I' Beautiful morning. Beautiful morning,
1: morning, morning, morning what's up Nostalgia pod here we're gonna give you your weekly look at what's going on in pop culture Wow can't talk today mm-hmm. uh, that's good I'm with Dave Martinson he just pulled the sword from the stone <laughs> or did he ouch I don't know <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk be talking about a lot of things today master none came out with a new season our, our man Harry Styles our times. Release a new album. We'll be talking about that. And Dave's going to do uh, a fun round of rapper or XXL freshman or not a person, I guess. I yeah, know. we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how I do with that. But let's start with King Arthur, man. Tales uh, old as time. Charlie Hunnam is supposed to be on that hot streak now. Yeah. Coming out with uh, another movie at end of. Coming up, right? Uh, well, Lost is already out. Lost Z, right. He's already and in that. This Getting was great, great
0: remarks for his nuanced yeah. role.
1: So I guess this was techni- technically his heat check, right? Yeah.
0: And what a heat check it was. Yeah, know, Guy Ritchie, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword.
1: And Guy, Guy Ritchie, too, having that Aladdin, Aladdin Disney. 2019, yeah. yeah in in the, in the chamber. So he doesn't have to worry too much. No. He's, he's good. $14.5 man. Fucking terrible. Yeah, and globally, it was like less than $30 million. Not good. Not
0: good. $175 million production budget before marketing. So, colossal bomb. It'll be the biggest bomb of the year, for sure. I mean, uh, this is this is worse than yeah. Tarzan last year, worse than Ben-Hur. But is, is it worse than uh, God's of Egypt? Well, God's of Egypt wasn't a uh, remake of some old IP. That's true. So
1: That's true.
0: I don't know. I think it's just people have a tangential knowledge of king arthur and what it is but mm-hmm. most people don't have a strong opinion on it as a cool thing to uh enjoy so right you know a movie like this that's targeted towards just a male audience i don't
1: think it did nearly enough to stand out yeah and, and jude law too man i mean coming off the young pope <laughs> yeah playing a very similar type dark <laughs> bad guy vortigern or something yeah I mean, <laughs> you know they had a lot of really good actors in this just didn't pan out so yeah Dude, don't go see king arthur we will not be reviewing yeah. that for this plain plot. movie yeah. I'll see you on a plane one day.
0: I don't even know I, if I want I that. like Guy Ritchie, man. Like, he's made some great movies. I like
1: Confidential's at all times, dude. He didn't make any Confidential. Who yeah. is that? It's Guy Pierce, sorry.
0: Yeah. No, 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 Guy Ritchie made um, a Lock, Stock, and Two Token Barrels snatch with Brad right, Pitt. Right, right. Last we, year, Man from U.N.C.L.E. or 2015.
1: Yeah, we were, talking, we were talking about him last year, I think, actually. So, I don't know. I and mean, the Sherlock Holmes movies, too. Yeah, Chris Ryan and Fancy did a podcast with him because kind of picking his brain about it. He seemed to like like the challenge of taking on a project like this, but it's hard, you know. It's like, well, it, and here's the thing too: not only did no one care to watch it, but the critics don't
0: like it either. So right. it's just a total
1: failure. I know. I think it had like a 29% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Something. Stale,
0: bland. Uh, it, it's funny. I, I read some reviews. It's really all over the place. The negative mm-hmm. things that are said and the things people like. Like I don't know. It's...
1: is that like a fun story to tell? I
0: don't know. I mean, in theory, Guy Ritchie's like he has like his trademark witty, fast-paced dialogue. In all of his movies, I thought that may have worked out good, but apparently it just kind of saps all the substance of the story, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just kind of bland. I'm and Charlie Hunnam, despite being the lead, doesn't actually get to do much, which is a pretty crazy thing to think of. <laughs> I don't even know. How how it haven't works. seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. like he like doesn't interact with many characters. And like, oh, if you say so, uh, okay, doesn't sound
1: good. Well, why don't we move on to somebody that interacts with? I feel like everybody, and we've interacted with him. Mr. Kanye West. Yes. So apparently he's Goat. in the studio, and where is that studio, Dave? Wyoming. It's on top of a mountain. Ain't no mountain high
0: enough, apparently. Jesus, on the top of the mountain. Least populous
1: state in the union. He's trying to go to new heights, quite literally, to create the best album he can. Yes. You know, this actually really does excite me though, because my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, all, all the stories that come out of that, are basically he in went in ha- to Hawaii. Hawaii. yeah. And he brought all of his friends out there, and they just yeah. put up a sign that said, "What would Wu Tang do?" And then they just yeah. created the best album, maybe the best rap album in the last, I don't know, ten years. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited for this. I mean, what do you think he What do you think he's doing up there? Well, I mean, according to like the sources
0: that mm-hmm. you know broke the report or whatever. Sources. He's intentionally isolating himself in this, like, mountaintop retreat. And he deleted his Twitter and his Instagram, so he just doesn't <sighs> want to be distracted. He doesn't want to... Did
1: he have an Instagram before?
0: He didn't use it for much besides posting his shitty fashion things. Gotcha. I so don't even his
1: know... His Twitter is obviously
0: much more notorious. Yeah. It's funny, too, because his Twitter really evolved. Remember, it used to be very sporadically used, mm-hmm. and then yeah, quite opposite. he used to just
1: go off. Very yeah.
0: tweet rants about Wiz Khalifa.
1: Who has better Twitter rants, Donald Trump or Kanye West? I don't want to answer that. <laughs> All right, moving on. I I think I think it's Donald Trump, but yeah, it depends how much you enjoy his rants. I think I I don't enjoy them. I just think they're better. Like Kanye's would yeah. just be like playing out some random shit. It, Donald Trump just is like yeah, he's just wilding not, out, and then Trump is yeah. like a <laughs> petulant child sometimes. Yeah, Trump's just Fair gonna enough. say random stuff about like that. ah. Moving on from politics, <laughs> going back to so, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye's
0: away from uh the Kardashian clan. He needed mm. he needed some space. It's I probably guess probably a good idea.
1: Yeah, whatever. I don't know, I get your money. Yeah, it's it's funny because so every time Kanye's like away from them, I feel like something happens that pulls him back to them. It's just kind of like Mm-hmm. The way that family works is that they always are involved in drama. So, on the next season of the Kardashians, whenever it comes back, Kanye will probably be coming down from the mountain. Well, I top. think I think he's on right. It's
0: on right now, and he's not
1: on this season. Oh, so it did come back. Yeah, because oh, I know it had been on a little bit of hiatus after Kim. What
0: back. are the odds that this album is still called Turbo Graphic Sixteen? Zero, zero, hundred 100% percent zero. <laughs>
1: it's gonna be some like crazy like religious type stuff. I think like he's like probably thinking about himself as like Moses on top of the mountain, like. Talking to God in some way right I'm now. I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm uh, this is gonna be a wild album. I'm excited for it. I don't expect it till next year at the earliest. He's he's in rush albums. He doesn't rush albums, but he also is going through like that manic phase when he released, when he released, you released so? Pablo. Something like that. He was definitely something was going on. That he had the whole like thing a couple months later when he had to go to the hospital and
0: Oh yeah, with the mental health thing. Yeah. It was yeah. exactly. I think his attitude about this recording from the limited things we know suggests that he's in a better spot and he is putting himself in the best spot creatively
1: to get good work in. So that's what I'd assume. It's kind of a related question, kind of not. Do you think Jay-Z will be releasing new album soon? Yes. I think so too. Yes. I think by the end of the year. Main America and Meadows performances are within a mm-hmm. month of each other. Mm-hmm. I think right yeah. around that
0: time he'll be dropping something. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't want the album. He hasn't released <laughs> that many good
1: albums in a while, so will it? Will it be a response to Lemonade? No, no. <laughs> I didn't actually think that was a real thing, but mm-hmm. there was there was a rumor back the, uh, when Lemonade oh. dropped that Jay Z was going to then release an album to respond yeah. to it. Oh yeah, so the the strategy they're all smarter than us That's not, that's not how it is.
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't think those two worked that, work that well shit, creatively. Dynasty was... shit.
1: Dynasty side. Well, someone that released an album last year. And he dropped a show last year. Mm. He's going to be dropping a new show, Don Glover. Yeah. Him and his brother are going to be co-creating a Deadpool. The Polymath. Animated uh, show. For FXX. Staying in the FX family. after Atlanta. Ten episodes.
0: Yeah, right to series order for next year.
1: What do you think of this move? It's a really interesting decision.
0: I didn't, know, I didn't remember this, but FX head John Landgraf had said last year that they were going to have FXX aggressively target animated series and animation design for adults. Mm. So Deadpool... Obviously, the film was R-rated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Comic Book Origins, very wise-crappy adult content. Makes sense for that, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Donald Glover helming it? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have expected it, but given his recent run of all success and no failure, I, why not, right? FX, he has a relationship with FX, so why not? Yeah, well, FX already has Archer. It and Archer's been renewed stuff. for a few more seasons, too. Yeah.
1: That, that, that shows a juggernaut right they and, want more
0: they want to build around art and that's the
1: idea yeah and it's funny like thinking about the evolution of like cartoons because I feel like The Simpsons was a really smart witty comedy and obviously it's the longest running Show on T V yeah. at this point. But then it goes into something like Family Guy, which just takes this, like Farlane stuff. Like raunchier. Yeah. But now it's like moving, I feel like, to like a much more niche but like almost like a smarter like, like Bob's Burgers. Yeah, like Bob's Burgers, Rick and Morty. Yep. Like uh, definitely. Archer, I even think is an incredibly smart show. He 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 just randomly, Sean McKenna, a friend of the pod turned me on to this, he'll just drop random lines from like classic novels. <laughs> like those like if you go through there's actually a whole like web page about it. Pretty cool. So yeah, I think this is a great move actually, because he just wants to do Basically whatever, and I mean if you're if you're FX, why not just throw him the keys and say do you think, man? Yeah, it's I mean, awesome. he's
0: already in the Marvel family. He'll be in Spider-Man: Homecoming in yeah, July. that's true. Deadpool 2 will be dropping I
1: mean, next year, I believe as well. Do so. we know what he's doing in? Perhaps, I can't remember. Do we know what he's doing in Spider-Man? I, it's not really it's not really clear now. I don't think it's been yeah. Like, so. I, I wouldn't, I don't think it's a major role if anything of consequence. He's not in any of the trailers. Right. Moving on to somebody else that kind of doing something interesting. Harry Styles. Mm, so we, we talked yes. about the sign of the times. And see the video for we, that. I didn't. You said it was pretty awesome. He's literally flying around. It's pretty cool. Is this like? He's like is this like Kanye in like Bound 2 when it's just like the green screen in the background. No, is it's, he is not great? a green screen. He was on like wires and being like flown
0: in the air, so it looks very realistic. Hmm. Really cool. He's just, like, in a field on, like, the cliffs
1: of England or something by the ocean. I don't know where it was. Caked by the ocean, dude. Yeah,
0: doing some shit. Pretty cool.
1: Did Did you get a chance to listen to this album?
0: I listened to a few of the songs.
1: I listened to it straight through, because I was like, you know what, I'm going to see how it starts. Actually, not better than I thought. Is he the new Mick Jagger? Uh, Is he millennial David you know- Bowie? I don't know about Millennial David Bowie. I don't know about Mick Jagger. Those are high benchmarks. They call him like the new Mick Jagger as soon as he's on X Factor. Wait, he because he, he looks kind of. like Exactly. Him. I mean, it's not like he actually has the same musical styling. <laughs> right. so this album does surprise me with the sound because it does go in a more. It it goes in a direction of like soft rock from like 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. kind of like acoustic guitar driven with some pianos in there. You know, some soft drums. It's not anything crazy. There's one song called Woman that really stands out. It's, it's like super corny, and I was just like, all right, Harry, like tone it down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you can't blame him for trying, and especially coming from a band like One Direction to go in, in this direction, for <laughs> lack of a better
0: term, um,
1: is actually very admirable. And yeah, I think so. It makes it makes me feel hopeful that he'll actually he actually will make like meaningful. Music.
0: Yeah, okay. I think interesting thing about me for Harry Styles just as the person is that he's not really like concerned with his celebrity so much. He's kind of a right. private guy. Mm-hmm. There's like the stories about how he's he dates older women and stuff and just keeps to himself. And now he's making a a rock soft rock record that, that doesn't really they... fit fit the sound of today. You know, yeah. whereas his contem- his contemporary Zayn of course made a very
1: modern sounding radio friendly right. pop album. To his base though he's untouchable, but. Of course. It's I think it's great that he's using that to like do whatever the f he wants. Like he doesn't feel like he needs to keep like be like self serving And also I think it's a great opportunity for him too because
0: is he not the only is this not the only rock record of substance in any rotation right now? The only other rock music that's played right now is what, Imagine Dragons? Gorillas came out last week. They yeah, do count that as rock though. Like like real rock, yeah. you know? Because uh, if you go the Billboard chart for uh, the right. top rock songs, it's like pathetic how unrock it really is. Like, yeah. You, you still have like uh, let's see, like like, like "Sucker for Pain" from the Suicide Squad soundtrack is still in the top ten.
1: Well, like so, what Sylvanesso was like indie rock. They mm-hmm. released an album too, but I guess it actually goes back to an interesting question: is like, does like do the charts matter? Right. right. like it's, for, like if like, the best rock song out right now probably is the National or Fleetwood Fox or Fleet Foxes sorry not Fleetwood Foxes plus
0: thing in the thing those songs don't charge very well right which exactly which kind of
1: goes up you know contributes yeah, to rock in general or so. LCD Sound System even like their two new songs mm-hmm. probably are better than anything that's on this album it's right yeah, and they're probably I don't even think those were released to radio but uh, yeah that's actually a good Good point, like, because we know, like, Hame's coming out in July, Phoenix coming out next month. Like, you mm-hmm. put it right at a time when there's like a lull, so yeah, that's pretty, pretty smart, Harry. Good job, kid. What about Paramore, man? You were riding hard for uh, hard times, yeah, that sounds awesome. All about those, it's a great times. pop song. Well, what I, I just don't know how I feel about like the chorus when it's like hard times, it's not like it's not like it's like a monster voice or something, <laughs> like it's like a weird sound, like distortion yeah you, you definitely listened to after laughter the new album yeah i did which is what the first one in four years 2013 yeah. their uh, fifth album yeah yeah but first in a few
0: <laughs> years and it's kind of the culmination of their transition from emo pop punk band to pop band
1: like you know, what, 80s pop band
0: yeah sounds throwback like it. sound it's just really fun cheery listen and it that's is. not to say that it's it has inconsequential lyrics it definitely talks about some things like the ho- the lead single, the first song on the track list, "Hard Times," is about uh, kind of like the evolution of the band where they got they went personally.
1: Yeah, well, the whole album's pretty personal. Yeah, I mean, even like, "No Friend" that was the one that had the dude from uh, "Me Without You," Aaron Weese, mm. and apparently, I, I mean, you you can't really make out the words in that song, but apparently, it's just about like the whole history of the band and like mm. how they. People came together, came apart. I, I didn't know this. Haley Williams Williams dated like the lead guitarist, and they had a bad breakup, and that's yeah. why the band went on hiatus yeah. at points. There's and... there's so many yeah like people,
0: members in and out of this band. It, yeah. it was really just just Haley Williams. It was not really a band. It was yeah. Haley Williams needed people to be around her because they mm-hmm. wanted to present it as a band for marketing. I'm surprised she didn't you know ten go years solo.
1: ago. I think there was always talk about it. She just never. She's did. only
0: 28 too. She's been. It's, she started really young. You say only 28, but. I mean, but given
1: how long she's been oh, in the game, right? Yeah, no, uh, that that's true. Uh, what I mean, just to bring back to the album and focus mm. it a little bit more, I thought the last three songs were actually pretty ambitious because mm-hmm. they did something that I don't think you would hear on most Paramore albums. Whereas like the middle, even though it's definitely a different sound, way more poppy and just kind of saying like this is who we are now. Right. I still think it could have fit on other albums and not been weird. You know what I mean? Like. Like twenty six or like fake happy or even like grudges, which uh, grudges is a great song. Yeah, I think I'm for that. I, I think song.
0: that middle middle run of songs is, yeah, is really really good really strong. Definitely, honestly, I I didn't think there was like a really bad song on the yeah. album. I mean, it it seems like they're not like leading with a new sound as so much as they kind of just evolved as a quote group mm-hmm. and just took a, tackled a new sound that was already out there and just right. you know played to that
1: to good effect. And they released a tour schedule. So, this fall, if you want to see Paramore, they're back. Yeah, they're back. So, I wanted to, I want to hit you with this conspiracy theory because as I was listening to Paramore today, I was thinking about blowing up my Twitter yesterday. actually new yeah, going around that Avril Lavigne died That's after that. her second album and it has been replaced by a body double since then. And the evidence for it kind of compelling. So, I saw that Avril Lavigne trend and
0: I ser- I scrolled down a lot and I still couldn't quite figure out what was going
1: on, so I gave up. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, like, <laughs> one of her albums, there's, like, uh, there's a lot of lyrics that are talk about suicide or people not being there or her not being like me. And and apparently the rumor goes that she did hire a body double at one point. To, like, Some
0: MF Doom shit. Yeah, nice. to, like,
1: deal with paparazzi because she didn't want to be in the spotlight that much but that she killed herself after the second album and they taught this by double how to sing it's so ridiculous Does
0: she have any socials
1: did she like has she, she said anything by now She's ne- she hasn't addressed it and there apparently there's a an interview from like back in 2010 when someone brought this conspiracy theory up to her and she just like got like all flustered and like very upset but didn't like say anything
0: how it. did this just come to the top now was this like a reddit thing it, it literally was this
1: one girl but how did it start this one girl anything like, else on the internet but yeah her twitter was like chai ass or something like that just like was like oh I want to just post this idea I have and it just blew up on twitter it's so, like whoever
0: f- figured out the uh, Kendrick second album theory right exactly just like someone just
1: just way too much time on their hands yeah to like go through old Avril Lavigne like songs and compare them uh, there so was stupid.
0: that I think it was maybe Paramore's third album came out the same year as one of Avril Lavigne's really good albums, and that was back when they were making mm-hmm. similar-sounding music. Right. But Avril Lavigne, she hasn't been around in a few I years.
1: Know. Well, that, that's what got me thinking about her, was Hayley Williams mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. like the princess of pop-punk, but was mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne. Definitely, crazy. yeah. Do you think Paul McCartney actually died and they replaced him with Body Double? No. Cause he's the original to this. No. I he's going to be in
0: Pirates 5, apparently. just tweeted really? a picture of himself in it, yeah.
1: Hmm, I have to go see it now. Do love Paul McCartney? I, I mean, Keith, I Keith Richards was...
0: Uh, jack's dad in three that's true
1: this is also a side note i forgot to bring this up harry styles i was looking at how much his uh, tickets cost to go to his show in at radio city music hall in september oh yeah six hundred dollars for the, the cheapest one was that resale yeah okay. i mean I, obviously it wasn't hundred dollars originally but the fact that they're six hundred dollars for resale for one ticket kendrick's tickets in barclays are out of this world expensive for I can the imagine probably like 300 bucks at this yeah. point crazy
0: well that, that was that was msrp Oh, jeez. Yeah, for the lower level. The t- very top of Barclays was like 150
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, that's really disappointing, actually. Yeah. I mean, like, who really
0: can afford that? I, I, you know, that's the thing, because half of it sold out before, uh, before it even okay. went on sale to the public, mm. so they just let the bots take it, take it over anyway.
1: Come on, artists. Get, get that's here. that
0: Interscope push, man. The Machine.
1: Well, Dave, XSL Freshman came out.
0: No, it didn't come out.
1: Didn't come out? That's what we're talking about now, because... Oh, you want the, to talk about who's going to be on
0: it. Yeah, the cover... Hmm. Will be, uh the June cover. Kodak so. Black,
1: was he on it last year?
0: So, to review, well, Pat, share with the world what is the XXL cover? You found about this last year when I yeah, we did, so we did a, a previous episode at SoundCloud, A Contest Nostalgia it's Pod. It's like
1: the best up and coming rappers uh, as anointed by uh, XXL Magazine.
0: Correct. To to be eligible, you cannot have a commercial major label album yet. Gotcha. So, if I you have know, an independent album,
1: that, that technically is, you're still eligible. So, it's a chance to wrap around that.
0: Well, no, Chance got on like three years, four years ago. Oh. Okay. He, it, but if he wasn't selected before for some stupid reason, he technically would be eligible because he's never had a major league album. <laughs> Just ridiculous. All right. But generally, generally speaking, that's a good criteria. Right. And last year, I think was actually a really strong list, and a lot of these guys are still very relevant and very uh, buzzworthy. Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty, Kodak Black, Designer, Twenty One Savage, mm-hmm. Denzel Curry, Anderson Pack, Lil Dicky, as well as G Herbo from Chicago and Dave East from New York City. So that was a very strong list. A lot of SoundCloud rappers mm-hmm. on there, as the SoundCloud rappers have bubbled to right. the top. And this year... I know even less people this year, dude. So I thought, oh, this year will be a, like a step back, kind of like 2015, where definitely good people to pick, but maybe not as many mainstream people. But then as I was making the list, I'm like, actually, no. I mean, all the people that I have down that I think need to get in have hella hits. Hmm. Like, there's a lot of hits on this. So can you think of anyone off the top? They think would be in. I know it's a tough question, and you'll definitely recognize some of these people when I mention their hit song.
1: Mm, let's see. I'm trying to think of who, because I feel like everybody I'm gonna think of was the last year. Like, yeah. I I thought Kodak Black. Oh wait, what about that guy? Um, T T Grizzly. T, T Grizzly. Yes. So T
0: Grizzly, I have T Grizzly on my uh, like honorable mentions list because I think mm-hmm. he's just too new. He has maybe like one tape and these two buzzworthy songs. So he's a guy that, depending on how he does over the next year, will put himself in a good position. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, the XXL list, XXL Mag just does hip-hop news. It's a good website, good Twitter in general. But this, uh, this freshman list, which they've been doing since twenty, uh, two thousand eight, I believe, it's kind of been said for the hip hop community as like that. This is like the community co-signs you as like you're up next. And this yeah. is a great chance for you to really take over and become a star, mm-hmm. and puts you puts people on you if they weren't aware of you anyway. So mm-hmm. it's a great look, but also it is taken seriously.
1: Yeah, I can't really think of. I mean, I, I don't listen to a lot of rap, like uh, like I've said in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, no, I. I w- keep any hints so we talked about disappointing long-awaited
0: debut mixtape from this guy a few weeks ago mm. remember i had you listen to one song with uzi and you weren't a fan now it was pretty underwhelming playboy party remember.
1: oh playboy uh, see him and little uzi Vert and like any littles all like kind <laughs> any little's. together i don't know <laughs> the soundcloud rappers yeah basically <laughs> What about like this is probably totally ignorant, mm-hmm. like Danny Brown, people like them? Are they new? Danny Brown's already been on. Yeah, he's been on? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can't really think of any others. So Playboy Cardi, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and um Playboy Cardi actually the song Magnolia from that uh tape is like really big right now. In new York. He, no, yes. he definitely uh, got himself in because having a hit, having the buzz, and he has the co sign from the ASAP mob, that's kind of trifecta. He's mm-hmm. a guarantee at this point. Keeping going the hits. Remember that song, Caroline? Sweet, Caroline. Sweet Caroline? She's my baby.
1: Oh, I think that was uh, Neil Diamond,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Also oh, known as Amin mean from Portland, Oregon.
1: Bad hey, Finding hell. Biggest his fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. That's my baby.
0: That song has a platinum hit, so he's gonna get on, I think. Platinum hit. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Speaking of hits, do you remember uh, Uber Everywhere? Uber every Free rolls in my yeah, of course. Made in Tokyo. He's gonna get on. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Nice. Literally would never name these people. <laughs> I, I don't even think these are real names. Do though. you remember uh, Young M.A.? Ooh. <laughs> that that, that, that song's familiar. double platinum.
1: Oh. Yeah, they hate, but they, broke them. but they broke them And when it's time to pop, they have no show. She's oh, getting wow. on,
0: putting on for New York
1: There wasn't a girl on there last year, was there?
0: No That's good And they thought before that they don't necessarily try and get a white rapper in Or try and get mm-hmm. a female rapper in They just want to pick the best people Right So it depends year to year But I think there will be swimming on here No Name from Chicago Oh, yeah, I
1: remember him
0: She has the Chance the Rapper cosign I remember her song Diddy Bop was on my top 10 songs list for 2016. Mm-hmm. She has mm-hmm. a critically acclaimed mixtape telephone so I think that'll get her on. She kind of okay. she has like the the clout uh side of it. How about uh, Kyle? <laughs> I Spy. I spy with my little lie.
1: a girly I can get cuz she don't get too many likes. No.
0: <laughs> Certified hit though, so I think he
1: gets on. Kyle. Is that is- uh, you playboy cardi and kyle out there? <laughs> is it at least spelled different
0: no it's just kyle it's a shitty name vince staples tweeted about him making fun of him a few years ago yeah, like what? he's like we got rappers out here named kyle what
1: <laughs> jesus he seems like a really genuine guy though in the interviews so oh, I, I mean give, i root I, for him no no doubt he's genuine as fuck he's, he just uses his first name <laughs> he's like i don't need, i don't need a different name just kyle
0: <laughs> also All uh right. Kamaya from Oakland. She was on YG's album. Kamaya from Oakland. Uh, why you always hating the song with Drake? Please, she does the hook. Yes, yeah, that's her. her. Nice. And and her uh, debut mixtape, A Good Life in the wow. Ghetto, was quickly acclaimed.
1: There's a lot of girls on this list. Yeah.
0: Well, I think um that you think will be on. So I, I think she's getting in, and I think No Name should get in. Perhaps Cardi B gets in. She's like this uh New York rapper. She was on the Love and Hip Hop show and. She used to be like a stripper, I think. I I don't like her music at all, but she just got B.T. award nomination, so maybe she sneaks in. Probably not, though. Well,
1: good for her getting off the pole, then.
0: Uh, Yeah, right. Uh, Perhaps Nav gets in. He has that weekend co-sign. He had that mixtape dropped.
1: I I listen to his album. It's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. I'm down with that one. He's
0: got a uh, mixtape with Metro Boomin on deck, apparently, Mm -hmm. because he's the producer uh, first before he became a rapper, so we'll see about that. Uh, just to finish it off, a boogie with a hoodie, which is is that's his not, name. That's not real. He has a Drake cosign. He has a gold single. He'd probably get on. He has some buzz. He has a song with Kodak right now. <laughs> now interesting thing here. So do you remember uh, Drake's song, KMT, from uh, More Life? It was one of the songs with Giggs. I do not. Well, this is a song where pa- Drake was accused. Wait,
1: that was the one where Giggs had like the really corny line, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, I do remember that. Drake was accused of stealing a young soundcloud rapper's flow on this he's stealing his flow
0: yeah like just his cadence yeah well he was basically stealing uh that's like the whitest thing that's ever been said by the way (laughs) his flow
1: you mean his cadence good sir
0: xxx Tentacion is this guy's name i showed you the picture of him at rolling loud he was the guy that was looking like super boo or kid boo from dragon ball z in the crowd remember that picture Yeah, 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 yeah yeah it's this guy the fans love him he sounds just like Uzi Vert, but not as good in my opinion. But the fans fucking love this dude. Yeah, dude. He's, he's got hella he's buzz. Goku. That song, uh, Look At Me. Yeah, dude. That, that's a crazy yeah, picture. That is a crazy
1: picture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's from Florida. So I think he'll get off with the buzz. Interesting thing, though. Rob Stone, his song Chill Bill with the whistle, the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: do, 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 do.
0: That song's platinum. That song was wow. undeniable, right? But him and X, which is... What they call them colloquially, of course, is easier to say than Exorcist Tentation, which is a terrible <laughs> name. Him and X have hella beef from like, this trait, so I don't know uh, from from a tour thing. So I don't know if they would pick both these guys to have them be on a cover because they wouldn't want right. to bring all those people together and have their entourages fight at their offices. I guess. So yeah, maybe Rob true. Stone gets booted from this. I don't know. We'll see. Interesting. So that's those are the people I think will probably get on. Perhaps Jazz Cartier from Toronto. He's he gets like the like you know a Davies guy on last year wasn't like really big like Yachty or anything, but he had like a body of four right. underground support. Cartier's Jazz Cartier's probably in that boat. Also, I just want to throw do you think this is a rapper name? Ski mask the slump
1: god. I mean it shouldn't be, but if you, you wouldn't you wouldn't come up with that by yourself. What about Ugly God? That's not one. What about Russ? The, yeah. Kyle and Russ, man. <laughs> they're, Russ. Gonna, they're gonna be <laughs> go a guy go named out Russ. all the time. No doubt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know who wasn't on XXL's uh, finalists? There's like they they put out like a list of like seventy people you can vote for. Mm-hmm. Rich Chiga was on here. Oh. He's the Asian fellow that uh, got the Mariachi band for uh, oh, Post Malone. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude, that was a hilarious. That was really video. funny. Post Malone. I, he has the stupidest hair, though. Kind of say that. He's an ugly dude. He is an ugly dude, but he just makes it so much worse. Yeah, his, his hair. bangs look really, really he got terrible. Bangs? That, like, the weird, I, I don't even know what he's doing. Not about it. Not about that. Oh, we're about to move on to some TV. And before mm-hmm. we do, I wanted to update all of our fans. First of all, Dave, thank you for that excellent XXL preview. Cause, yeah, we'll see how it uh, does. I can never have even guessed half those names. Gotta stay woke. Game of Thrones. offs. Yeah. It's going to be five now. Yeah. George R.R. R., in typical George R.R. R. fashion, just expanding more and more and more. Did you see what else he said? He also said, yeah, they're all going to be prequels. And that they're also, what, they're called, like, support shows or something like that? He
0: doesn't like the term spinoff. I prefer a uh, successor show. Successor
1: show, that's what it is. Fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: also, he said they, he's, they're not going to do Robert's Rebellion. Because by the time I'm finished with my books, I'll have told everything there's to tell you about Robert's Rebellion. So he doesn't want the books, the show, to catch up. Uh, he's going to die him.
1: before those books are done, and we're never going to get Robert's Rebellion. Exactly. Yet. Stupid. So he said no
0: Robert's Rebellion, no Dunkin' Egg. I'm like, all right, well the fuck are they gonna do now uh, that we'll was see. that was the
1: clear easy choice for yep. the first one whatever he doesn't want he doesn't want the layups man he wants the, like the 28 footers Yeah, finish so. damn book oh man master of none
0: season two so he's i'm sorry alan yeah. yang emmy award winners last mm-hmm. year for outstanding writing in a comedy series for the excellent episode parents
1: yeah, and I can't remember. Did we talk about it? I think it came out in 2015. We were not a podcast then. so Yeah, we were. It was were, a few months before we started. It's crazy how long ago that was. Yeah. And it's been 18 months. They had three but other Emmy nominations too. It's nuts. Critical acclaim for the season yeah. one. It was very good. What did you think about... I know you watched this first season, but what did you think about like the time off? Because usually with... that shows, 18 months. Yeah, about 18 months. like With a show like this, especially with a upstart... like brand like netflix you would think they would want to be like hey you want an emmy let's get this out here pretty quickly
0: well actually i don't think netflix uh, really cares about that you know their whole content strategy involves getting tons of talent and just giving them the freedom via the money to hey you make what you want and we're not gonna make you adjust to our release schedule we'll just accommodate you because they already have their juggernauts that are more scheduled like house of cards like oranges the new black right. so like a master of none where it's two driven guys like right. Yang and Aziz Ansari, Netflix doesn't want to pressure them to crank it out because those guys just won't do another season if they don't want to. That's
1: so, true. They they I, do want. It's a great the, relationship. They I do think. want the awards though. Yeah. Like very badly because like the push they're making for these high-profile movies right. are pretty. Ridiculous. Well, exactly. They, they yeah. want the Oscars because they've
0: been striking out on those. Mm-hmm. They've been doing you know better in the Emmys.
1: Well, this season, I mean, at the end of last season, you, they show Dev on a plane. I'm not sure if he's going to Japan to follow his girlfriend or Italy for the adventure that he always wanted. Ends up he's going to Italy. That pasta. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's trying to eat, man. <laughs> and that that's the like essential part of the season is his trip and just kind of like... Food is like a big part of this, which if you know anything about Aziz Ansari, just makes sense because dude loves food. He made the trip in real life. He did this he did very thing Right. in the off time. It, it's almost like he just wanted to go on this trip and he's like, oh, let's write this, in, this into my show and he yeah. an excuse to do this, which he obviously didn't need. That's that. the cool thing about Aziz too is because he's 34, mm-hmm.
0: one of the most successful stand-up comics. I mean, he sold out That's MSG much? multiple times.
1: Do you think he's a really good stand-up? I like his stand-ups and he's dominated his tours. It's funny, I feel like... I don't think his stand-ups are anything, like in particular, like especially, I don't think I would ever like mm-hmm. search out in Aziz one, but he's always just kind of like, yeah, Aziz is cute. He's fun. I like, think
0: he has some of the best millennial humor, like modern yeah. humor, just because he's one of the younger stand-up comedians talking about it. Right. In terms of guys with a high platform. Mm-hmm.
1: So I like the way he handles that. I-, I think one of the things that turns me off about these is he has, some of the things he falls back on are him just like doing like screaming things like, no, and stuff like that, which <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but like after, yeah. that, when that becomes like a running gag, sure. it's like, ah, Alright I, I, Give me some more sustenance The one I always remember He's talking about like Ghosts now And it's like You
0: get haunted He's like Boo What's the wifi <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was actually Reminiscent of a joke He does on this season mm-hmm. But This is gonna be spoiler free You don't yeah. need to Fast forward at all Or turn this off I binged the whole show already. Fuck, really? Yeah, it came out Friday. <laughs> I know. Um, when did you finish it? <laughs> I had a lot of time uh, on Friday night. Uh, no, so that's I, what you were doing Friday night. I didn't watch it all in one one sitting. Right. I watched it about like half and half. And to be honest, I I just really kind of got into it and couldn't stop. Well, that's good, I guess.
0: Yeah, it was. I purposely slowed myself down for season right. one because I was liking it so much. Mm-hmm. That I wanted to spread it around.
1: yeah, and i've I've already told myself I'm gonna go back and watch again because I'm sure that there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff I missed. Um, the thing that stands out to me about the season is that it kind of does something Atlanta does, where it gives like a basic so overall reading, yeah. like theme to like pull the the storyline along throughout the season. But basically, then they're like, okay, well, we're going to stop here, and then we're going to go yeah. in this direction, we can pick up, a, come back.
0: We'll pick up some plot, put exactly. it down here, focus on these people.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it actually has, like, a very, like, Louis mix with atlanta type feel, where it can go off in those different directions, have these crazy stories, but mm-hmm. then it also, like, kind of zeroes in on, like, human, like, problems and, like, what's yeah. going on, which I, I really think makes the show very unique and fresh in that way.
0: Yeah. Well, it's cool, because, like, the vibe of Master of None can change from mm-hmm. r- romantic... Comedy yeah. to indie film, some combination of the three. Yeah. You know, and it depends does. episode episode. There's a piece on the ringer about how Master of None kind of preserves the idea of the episode mm-hmm. in a world where you know Game of Thrones and Fargo and stuff. It's, it's right. still ten hour movie. Right. You know, shit. And no, no, Master of None clearly in Atlanta as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The identity of the episode and what
1: you can do by you know, changing things 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. It's really cool. And, you know, to use the metaphor of cooking, they really did let them just cook. They're mm-hmm. like, you make whatever you want, we'll, we'll serve it up. And they try so many different things in yes. this season. As he did really some remarkable. directing in the yeah. season, right? And, uh, so did um his the his tall friend there his uh, Eric Warren Werenheim. Well, yeah, Weerenheim? he's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's it's just funny seeing them together and like the characters they play. I don't think they're necessarily like fantastic acting, but I think they do a really good job yeah. for like not really having like formal training. Like Aziz has been in shows, but he always plays kind of the same character, just like a goofy dude. And yeah, he does a really pretty good job of like getting through some really emotional, serious yeah. uh, acting. They get jobs. Angela Bassett to beat Denise's mom this season, yeah. which
0: is which is a good get for them. Yeah, that episode was. <laughs> You know who's great at okay, acting? favorite. Speaking of not formal training,
1: Aziz Ansari's parents? No, okay, so they're not good at acting. They're just, like, super charming by being. Yeah, like that's himself. But it's good enough. <laughs>
0: like, in season one.
1: Yeah. Oh, that Aziz's was one dad, in particular, was great. Yeah. Yeah, his dad, the episode he's in this season, I mean, obviously, he's not a great actor, but he just comes across so likable. It's, like, it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah, one of the things I think that stood out to me about this season was just. How they use so many different types of like vehicles for storytelling. One episode pretty much takes place all in his friend Denise's house over a series of decades, and like the it centers around Thanksgiving every Damn. year. And it's about how she comes out to her family, and it's super oh, awesome. See. Yeah, just nice. the way that they kind of show it and use that. So that I mean, that's just one example. I don't want to spoil anything else for anybody in the season the standout person to me though is Alessandra Mastronardi who is Francesca which you, you see her in episode one. Oh, the Italian girl yeah the Italian girl she shows up a couple times throughout the season and she's phenomenal she mm. really I think is like the perfect person to be a, uh, alongside Aziz mm. on this which just funny that they were able to find this person who looks so much like like the old-fashioned films, like women you would see in these old-fashioned films, sure. and like bring her into like a more modern, updated thing, while like kind of keep this like tour going. Is yeah, kind of strange. Very good casting. So exciting show. Yeah. As as you're thinking about the season, like I know that you've read about it and stuff, but like, what are you most excited for? Because I know you saw the first season, you really liked it. You haven't, you haven't gotten through the season like that. Yeah, I've so just seen episode like, one of what season two. Think, what are you excited for?
0: Well, yeah, just because I know it's so experimental and it does so many different mm-hmm. things, I just want to see what that actually entails, you know, like how far they go with it. You know, listening to Aziz do some press about it. The attitude he, him and Alan Yang have about the show, it's that they don't want to just force it out. They, didn't, they certainly didn't want to make a cookie-cutter replica of season one. Right. They wanted to do something different, and even Alan Yang was saying now, it's like, we'll do a season three if we want to do it. I mean, they clearly have not thought about it at all because they're just so focused on making season two worthwhile and yeah. so great. So I really want to see what that actually entails.
1: Yeah, there's, uh, and like I said, they definitely do a lot of things. I think that's exactly, like, the main thing to mm. be uh, excited for. Another thing I think you should be excited for is just how they play with sound because they really, like, use music and, and also just, like, the sounds of, like, the city or, like, lack thereof yeah. to, like, really get across a lot of points in the season that I would say, like, keep your ear out for that if you're, if you're watching the season. Like, they use that really well to a- Episode
0: a one like, being black and white was an awesome touch, too. Yeah, definitely. Just him in just one setting in this Italian city, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I heard the penultimate episode is 57 minutes, a double episode, basically, yep. which has enhanced meaning because the rest mm-hmm. of the season is all 30 minutes. Right. So when you actually do have that longer runtime, it really stands out yeah as opposed to like other prestige shows where they regularly have 55 minute episodes all the time
1: yeah I didn't I didn't realize it was 57 minutes long and I got like halfway through and I was like this should be over by now (laughs) the
0: the, uh, the arc doesn't
1: seem like it's progressed far enough (laughs) this is strange this this episode seems (laughs) off but yeah, definitely we'll be checking checking back in maybe after you finish just to get some like final thoughts from you. See mm-hmm. if anything stood out. Do you have um, a favorite episode of season one? Probably the parents episode. I mean, man. There's, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah, I think the parents Indians episode, on TV. Or when really he goes good. to Nashville, like the yeah. Nashville episode, just because like the way that they create like the feeling of Nashville through it is like really cool. And then, like seeing her like Dev and Rachel interact in that way is is nice. The
0: last episode, two mornings really shows, like, the uh, experimental side, too, because yeah. it was so unlike the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, and they just keep it focused on, like, the mornings. So yeah, like, oh, and how the relationship
0: God. crescendos, basically. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they, they, use, they use a lot of really interesting angles to, like, tell these stories, which I think is... And
0: it's really cool, too, because this is the first show Aziz and Alan Yang have ever made. Alan Yang mm-hmm. wrote for Parks. Aziz right. was previously just a, you know, a on-screen yeah. talent, an actor, right. as well as a stand-up guy, so... It's really cool to see how far people can go with their first. This shows how artistic these people are.
1: Yeah, Ziz, these I think said, he doesn't want to come back till he's had way different life experiences. So.
0: Yeah, well that's thing Alan Yang said too. He was like, yeah, well we needed enough time. because, like on the 18 months to like, get yeah, we needed enough time so that we didn't just go into season two having just done press for season
1: one. Right. But they need. We had something to talk about.
0: So yeah, I, I would expect if they do a season three. If they're up for it, it'd probably be more than eighteen months because Aziz prob would probably consider yeah. doing a stand-up run or I, something, I, or in the, he's written a book. You know, he, he's done so much stuff, and
1: I I could see them going for something like them working together on like something different, whether it's a different show mm-hmm. or like an animated thing. Like especially, I, I just think they they. I don't think we'll see Master of None for a couple of years. Yeah. Just because. Well, I think
0: imagine if Master of None does end up there two acclaimed seasons.
1: I mean. They leave it at a pretty open ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I mean, it's, it's, just it's like season one an, really. It's an ending, but like they don't give everything away. There's no like. Sure. Closure to it. We'll we'll talk about it when it comes. This has been episode sixty three. Yeah. Sixty three. Six, the six weeks. Imagine number. We'll be we'll be giving you giving you some different kind of pods coming up. Stay we want tuned. to try something different. For you all, so check in on our Twitter, at NostalgiaPod, to stay up to date on the latest news. That's where we'll be updating it. Facts. Follow Dave, at Martin Swagger, for some terrible Yankee takes. No re pack for Derek Jeter. From me, at my Twitter, Forgi- at GenieWorldPeace. I like for forgive with a 13. <laughs> right <around>. Terrible. <laughs> when, when is he going to get his number retired? Not happening. Ugh, I wish they would That'd just be hilarious anyways uh please subscribe on itunes follow us on soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash nostalgia and if you go there you can go check us out on youtube as well subscribe right here little box right here wow look at that that's something like future shit right there. yeah yeah and give us a review too if you if you like, like us and like what you're hearing we love you no. guys we'll check it we'll check in with you next week All my days,